Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody out there? Welcome back over to the podcast. I am your host and will forever be your host, D Muscle. Still getting used to rebranding. <laughs> um, it's not easy calling yourself the name in which you possessed for 12 years versus the name that you adopted over the last year and a half. I talked to several people in which, you know, I network with and have even befriended um, about the old name, Initial D, which is, uh, it just sounds so fun. It's, it's different. It's animated. It's catchy. Um, switching over to D Muscle. Most people that I've encountered says that that name basically suits me. A whole lot more than in the Shaldi. And if you have seen me in person or just pictures, because you know I'm, I'm a pretty big social media person. Uh, I like to post a lot of videos, reels. Um, I like to post a lot of pictures as well of my workouts, of my clients. People have a very, very good idea as to what I look like. So they go under the alias D Muscle which is the nickname in which, you know, was given to me in real life, I think was the best form of action, <laughs> truthfully. But still, it doesn't, nonetheless, it's, it's never easy rebranding. It's, it's just never easy. And if you're somebody out there who's thinking about rebranding, please think hard about it. Let it be something that you're passionate about and that completely describes you inside and out because sometimes when we walk into the arena you know step inside of the octagon you know the the hell in the cell cage of content creation we tend to think of these wacky names that are just different and catchy and they may not necessarily resonate with our personality it may not necessarily resonate with our content and we we hit this this point in which we want to actually change things up. So if you're thinking about it, you know, please make sure that you rebrand to something that you can relate to, that describes you, and that other people will be able to associate with you as well. And please don't make it a common occurrence of you just constantly rebranding just the rebrand. Don't don't do that, please. It's annoying. It really, really distorts your image and it makes it incredibly hard for people to keep up with you. Like very, very difficult. I am still in the baby phases of people realizing that I am no longer a Nichelle D. And there are people that I know who know me but do not know that that is no longer the name in which I go under. But for what it's worth, uh, the people that keep up with me the most, um, these are individuals that I've made genuine connections with, people that I talk to off stream, whether it be on Twitter, Instagram, or, or texting, or even talking on the phone. Literally just got off the phone with one of my streamer friends. We've been friends for about a year. And... You know, he's a really, really cool guy. So I didn't really worry too much about him. It's always the other people. It's the people that are not necessarily 
interacting with you that much, the people that may lurk on your streams, the people that just enjoy watching you, not necessarily the people that try to keep up with you. So those are the ones that, um, you know, may struggle a little bit when it comes to the, the new name change, but it's okay. I expected it and we'll survive. <laughs> we will live. We'll live. So hopefully everybody out there has had an amazing week. We are going into Friday, um, three day weekend. Well, not for me. I do work a little bit on Saturday, but I am taking off Monday because I can do that. In the words, a little flip. <laughs> um, I'm taking Monday off, but thus far this week has been great. Um, I've been having phenomenal workouts. My mental health has been good. Today was a little rough. Because I spent a little bit too much time in the heat. I uh, spent some time in my in the sauna at our gym. Spent some time walking outside. Remember, I'm in Florida and it feels like 103 degrees, like literally. Like if you go to the Weather Channel, type in Florida, you will see um, heat index up to 103. And it feels like every bit of 103 degrees. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's It's really bad. And I... If you're going to be here or no matter where you are, I'm sure it's hot no matter where you are, like California, Texas, Chicago, uh, New York. I'm sure it's hot everywhere. Just make sure that you are well hydrated. Uh, get your electrolytes in, you know, put some sea salt on your food. Of course, salt is not the enemy. It's not. It's an electrolyte. It's on the periodic table. We learned this in science class, folks. Come on. Should be paying attention. You need that mineral in your body. Otherwise, you may experience some adverse effects like lightheadedness. Um, what's that? Your your blood pressure may have some problems. You may feel like you're going to faint. All these different type of things can go wrong when you sweat out all of your electrolytes. So, you know, make sure that you're well hydrated, but you're also getting your sodium, your magnesium and your potassium in your your regimen throughout the day. And you should be fine tip tap toe so it is september the 1st 2022 um i felt that this would be a phenomenal day to drop a podcast since it's been about a week or so since we did that our last podcast was on the subject of the diluted society in which we live in you know diluted communication which i still stand by if you haven't heard that podcast do me a favor go back and watch it and if you relate to it share it with a friend or a family member, or your partner, or your co-worker, or your dog, you know, man's best friend. <laughs> so, on Twitter, I spend a lot of time on Twitter, folks, so if you don't see me here, nine times out of ten, you'll catch me on Twitter. So I wanted to make an acknowledgement before I get into the subject of today's podcast. September is suicide prevention month okay suicide prevention month so i have my twitter pulled up and i'm going to share some material here with you all just in case you don't follow me on twitter and if you don't um feel free to at dmuscle tv spelled literally just like that and i'll pop up so i'm going to read this um it says september is suicide prevention month we lose over eight hundred thousand people per year to suicide. Let's just stop right there. 800,000 people. That is nearly a million souls lost. A million, almost a million. Round it off, you got a million. 
souls lost every single year when it comes to suicide. It is the 10th biggest cause of death worldwide. The 10th. Two of the leading factors that contribute to suicide is isolation and feeling like a burden. You know, I would go back and I, it would be interesting to go back and look at some statistics between 2019 to 2022 to see if this number of 800,000 is actually a peak and see if it was actually lower than this prior between that, that gate, that gap of those years. Because I do know that in 2020, obviously during the pandemic, People were home, people didn't go to work, fear was setting in, uncertainty was setting in, um, paranoid, the paranoia was just nuts, truthfully, and it caused people to shut themselves off from society, to shut themselves off from the world, and here it's saying that one of the two leading factors that contribute to suicide is isolation. You see, folks, we were never meant to be alone. We were never meant to be alone. We are supposed to be around other people. But this second factor here is feeling like, you know, they're a burden. A person is a burden. I, I know people who will say, I, I didn't want, I don't want people to worry about me. I don't want people to think about me. Um, I'm better off not being here. I don't want to become someone's problem. You know, I don't know who's, whoever's listening to this, whether you're a Christian or not. I'm a Christian and in the Bible, it tells us that we should bear one another's burdens. It's in the New Testament. We should bear one another's burdens. In fact, you know, let me, um, let me go ahead and quote that because I want people to look this up. And I am here, like literally typing here on my computer. It is, let's see, it is Galatians 6 2. Galatians 6 2. And it says right here bear one another's burdens. And so fulfill the law of Christ. We're not supposed to be trying to take on the world by ourselves, folks. We're not. And if anybody ever makes you feel as if you are a burden, that person's a terrible individual. I get it. We all got problems. We all got things in which we got to take care of. But at the same time, if you see somebody that is struggling with their mental health, do not shut the door on them. Do not ignore them, especially if they're reaching out. You could possibly be that one individual that could keep them from pulling that trigger, that can keep them from jumping off of that ledge, that can keep them from jumping off of that chair with that noose around their neck, that could keep them from ODing. We got to start making time for each other. Going into the holidays, this is a very depressing, very, very depressing season. And I, I want us to get the jump on it now. 
so that we can get this number of 800,000 to lower. Speaking up when suicidal isn't seeking attention is one of the things in which we want to we want to make known this month just because somebody is speaking up about their mental health and they're speaking up about the fact that they have suicidal thoughts does not mean they're seeking attention. I don't think anybody out there would say I want to die or I just want to end it. I don't really think they're seeking attention. That's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Having a mental health issue doesn't make you weak. Because the fact of the matter is that we all struggle with some sort of mental health issue, some of them more severe, obviously, that lead to these type of problems right here. So one thing that we can do, one thing you can do, one thing I can do that's absolutely free is to give an ear to somebody and talk to them. That way they don't have to feel alone. Open up the space, give them the opportunity so they don't feel like a burden either. If we can if we can make people feel loved and not isolated and as if they were not a burden, we can prevent suicide. We can. I wanted to start this out with that because it's it's important. It's very, very important. I don't want to see anybody die that deserves to live. All of us, we all deserve to live. You know, I am a firm believer in purpose, fulfillment, destiny. I, I believe in all of these things. I don't believe that a single person is born that's not supposed to be here. I think that life is just too delicate, too magnificent. It's too complex for it to just be. Just because, no, even people who feel that they were an accident or that they were forced to be here or whatever the case may be, I just feel like everybody has purpose and everyone deserves to feel loved at the end of the day. So, yeah, just wanted to share that with everybody. Wanted to kick this off with that fact right there that this is. Suicide Prevention Month, and I'm going to be sharing this um, just about every day on my social media, that is, because I want people to live and, and not perish thinking that no one cares because people care, okay? So, I want to get a little personal. Um, it's not often I talk much about myself and my own personal journey as a streamer, but I was just doing some self-reflecting today, and I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to sit here and talk about my journey as a streamer. So, a lot of my thoughts, of course, they, they go on Twitter. And I'm going to read a tweet here that I wrote earlier that basically says, my journey as a streamer, could have been a lot different. I know, these are capital letters, by the way, I know I would have been a Twitch partner by now, but it's my own doing that that's not a reality. And I'm okay with that. I truly am. I had a desire, especially last year, to become Twitch partner, and everyone would always tell me 
you have everything that takes to become a Twitch partner. You have the charisma, you have the community, you have the image, you have the the just the energy, everything. You got it all to be a Twitch partner. And these this is was this not this wasn't necessarily just coming from just random people, you know, this was coming from actual partners, Twitch partners that were telling me you have all of the tools. You know, you just you just need to put your foot on the gas and make the decision as to whether or not this is what you want to do. Now at the time period, of course, um in the midst of COVID, everything is nice and slow. People are on the platform searching for content creators and people that they can support and whatnot. My kids were home at the time. It definitely was a goal to become a Twitch partner. It was. And I, I say was. Am I still chasing that goal right now currently? No, I'm not. I'm not opposed of it, but it's not something that is as high of a priority in which it used to be last year, we'll say. So why did that change my not so I won't say change my mind, but what happened? You know, some people would ask that question, you know, what happened? Um, you know, my, my consistency as a streamer has dropped off tremendously and it's it's my own doing, really. It's it's me. It's it's not anybody else's fault. It's not my work's fault, although my work requires a lot of my attention and a lot of my time and energy. It's not my family's fault. I would never, ever blame my family for anything because that's my family. They are priority number one. They are always going to get me above everything. My family has me before my job. My family has me before content creation. My family has me before friends. My family has me before everything, okay? So I'm not going to blame them. I blame, you know, me because I'm the one that basically made the conscious decision that I just was not really willing to pay the price. Or should I say the price was a little bit too high, a little bit too rich for my blood, we'll say, to become a Twitch partner. To become a Twitch partner requires a significant amount of time and energy in order to achieve it. They have made it to where it, I don't want to say impossible. But let's just say that a, just a small percentage of streamers only are privileged enough to make it to that level. And I've talked to quite a few Twitch partners and the stories are always the same. You know, I had to quote unquote grind. I had to, to hustle. You know, there's a partner I'm thinking about now who pushed himself so hard that he just physically got sick you know he was losing weight because he was like just making content and making appearances and and working on his community he was just doing so many things just to keep relevant that 
he ultimately sacrificed himself when it comes to, you know, trying to get that purple check mark. That really is not that big of a deal. Now, I recently had a Twitch streamer on my podcast over the weekend named SB1987. And he was, I asked him, you know, what's the big deal? Like, what is the difference between being a partner versus an affiliate? And he told me, um, the only difference is partners get, they get everything firsthand, like firsthand knowledge with the direction that Twitch is going, what's new. They just get uh, things faster than we do. Eventually. Affiliates get the same information, but partners may get it a month or two, possibly even further out uh, than an affiliate does. But the one, (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to laugh at this. But the one thing that's actually equal, I'm not going to believe this, like, the one thing that's actually equal between a Twitch partner and an affiliate is the pay. We literally get this. I'm on the. I'm a Twitch affiliate, by the way. I'm not a partner, but we literally get the same pay as Twitch partners. Same pay, same split. Last year, they went ahead and gave. Was it last year? Or was it earlier this year? I can't remember. Maybe it was earlier this year. Twitch partners used to be exclusively to having animated emotes and more emote slots. But now everyone has more emote slots and animated emotes. And that really pissed off a lot of partners because it really didn't make them feel special anymore because they weren't the only difference. That, the only difference between them were the fact they just had more people in their chats, but they still got the same amount of pay as an affiliate. And animated emus, they were sharing that too. So when you think about things like that, it's like, man, like I, I really don't even know if it's even worth me even quote unquote grinding trying to get to to this this check mark. It's just it's not worth it to me. Now I, I would love to have it, but again, I, I don't I didn't think that the sacrifice of me investing my time which I could be giving to my family or I could be doing some personal things for myself or putting a little bit more towards the business I didn't think that it would really be uh, that big of a deal truth be told okay so I just didn't I changed my mind (laughs) I changed my mind can you believe it in a society like the one we have, you actually, you can change your mind. Yeah, I've changed my mind. I don't care anymore. In fact, I'm even questioning my desire to even want to stream anymore, truthfully. Now, this is something I haven't even said publicly until just now. Listen, I tried to read the writing on the wall and try to understand like why do you feel the way that you do like over the last two days you know I was scheduled to stream and I didn't you know one day I came home from work pretty late and I was just dead tired and I had an hour before my kids had to go to bed and I'm like well I decided to spend that time with my children before you know 
streaming, of course. And then by the time they went to bed, I was just dead tired. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bed. <laughs> Screw this. I don't care. And, and I find myself saying that more and more that, quote, I don't care. And I'm like, do you really not care or do you feel like you just need a break? What is it? And I think I'm just in this season of just really questioning, like, do I really truly want to do this? Because I came in like when a lot of people did during the pandemic. I came in because opportunity was there. I came in because things were looking grim here in IRL. Nobody knew whether the world was ever going to open back up. Nobody knew how it was going to be. We just knew that all of us were safe at home in our little cocoons and in front of our computers and our um, our PlayStation 5s and our stream decks and microphones and XLRs and lights and key lights and ring lights and all of that good stuff. Our happy place. And I know I was happy. I was very happy. I didn't have a ton of clients. I wasn't very busy at all, but this year definitely has tried me tremendously, and I'm just, I just feel the shift of interest when it comes to streaming. Like, the way I feel right now, it's not the way I felt a year ago. Like, the person that I am, the person that I was, I don't feel like I'm that same person. Like personality-wise, of course, I am still D. That's me. But the goals, the enthusiasm, the excitement, all of that stuff is missing right now when it comes to live streaming. It's missing. And I don't and my problem is I really don't know what to do to get it back. I don't. Um, it's it, to me, I, I feel that I'm making excuses, quote, quote unquote, making excuses or just thinking of reasons to get out of streaming. Like, I'll think, well, you're supposed to stream a day and I'm looking at the clock. It's getting closer to that time and I'm not excited. I'm not excited. When there used to be an excitement, there used to be enthusiasm. Now it's like, ugh, do I really want to do this? Why am I doing this? And if I can be 100% honest with everybody out there, I guess I can be real right now, right? That's one thing I try to pride myself on is being honest with people is that, you know, ever since I took my break, like for a month back in March, things have just not really been the same when it comes to growth. You know, I feel like my channel kind of hit like a, um, a stagnated point and I have not been able to recover from that for some reason. Um, maybe it's because... A lot of people will, you know, they we, we they talk about this a lot on Twitter. Like, oh, the world's opening back up and people are um, going out more and people are going back to work. And that's all true. It really is. It's all true. But there are still people that are growing during the time period that individuals are actually going back to work. There are still people that are progressing during the time period that people are actually going out partying and drinking and, and clubbing and whatever else they do in their private time. Streamers are still growing. So now I have to question, okay, well, if you're stagnated, maybe you should push a little bit harder maybe you should network a little bit more if it's something that you want and that is where the conflict comes in that's where it comes in 
what do you want from this? And to answer that question, I don't know. At one point, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to get to know people. I've done that. And I still do. But as far as like becoming like a Twitch partner or somebody that's just just this big time streamer, absolutely not. No way. It's too much work. And I have enough work as it is on my plate. Because my my kids, nobody gives you instructions when it comes to children. My kids are growing the heck up right now. I have a high schooler who's almost a man, and I'm having to teach him man stuff. I got two other children that are growing up as well with their own personalities. I need to give them all love individually because that's just what good parents do. And I don't want to sacrifice that, you know? I don't want to give that up. I don't want to I don't want Twitch partners so bad that I'm willing to sacrifice time with my kids. I don't want Twitch partners so bad that I'm willing to sacrifice time with my wife. I don't want Twitch partners so bad that I'm willing to sacrifice my own me time and my own self-care moments. I'm not I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about it that much. But when you take that out of the equation, it's almost like, what's the point? Because I'm like an all-in type of person. Like, when I do something, I want I want to win. <laughs> I want to win. Like, I want, I want to reach goals. I, I'm goal-oriented. I do. And, and I want the best of the best. Which is, in the case of streaming, it's Twitch Partner. But I'm completely okay with not having it. Because I know the price is too high for me to pay. It's too much. And then it's like when you got it, what's then what? You know, I I know a streamer, she she became a Twitch partner this year and then basically she stopped streaming three months ago. Like she quit. Like it was not this isn't a break. She quit to pursue another endeavor. I mean, no judgment. You do whatever it is you got to do, I guess. But I do know I do know this that I don't want Twitch to be the end all be all for me. I don't want that to be the only thing I'm associated with. Like the Muscle TV is something that can definitely go far in a lot of arenas, not just Twitch, but YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, it can go far a lot of places. And I want to I want to keep that up. I want to take that everywhere. And I, and you don't have to live stream to be successful. You know, I this other tweet here that I wrote that was actually a continuation of the previous one that I read. I I quote here, I just want to say that some of us may never become Twitch partner, but that doesn't mean that we're not awesome people and content creators. The partner status is great to have, but you don't need it to make it far in this world. And you don't. You really don't. I, I know partners who act like this stuff don't stink. You know what I'm saying? They got their nose up and they feel like they are sitting on a throne. 
with a crown on her head, bow to me. I have the check mark. Come get the clout. Come get this. <laughs> That's how some of them act. Like, bro, sit down somewhere, man. You, you, you stay with your mom. You in your mom's basement. Like, really. Uh, there's some Twitch partners that can't even pay their bills right now. And I'm not throwing shade. I'm just speaking facts. I know there's some Twitch partners out here that can't pay their bills. I'm an affiliate and I can pay my bills. And I'm not boasting. I'm not trying to be prideful. I'm just saying you don't have to have the check mark to be successful. You can do without the grind. You can do without the stress of worrying about analytics and numbers. You don't have to do that to be successful. You don't. Now, this isn't me saying, I'm not trying to crush anybody's dreams or aspirations. If that's what you want to do, hey, go right ahead. Do it. Do whatever you want. But I'm just, for me, at least, I, I, I don't care. The sacrifices are, are too great for me. They're too much. My family, they, they need a father. My, my, hus my, my wife needs a husband. My, my kids need a father. And they, they don't care about this. My wife is a streamer, but she does it for fun. And she's not really interested in climbing the ladder when it comes to progression. When it, in, in Twitch, she doesn't care about that. She never did. She does it just because, you know, she likes to play video games and she can chill with um, a couple of new people. You know, she's met some people recently, of course, and... She just likes to have fun with it. You know, me, on the other hand, I was trying to get to the top of the mountain. But when I saw how steep it was, to me, I feel like climbing the Twitch mountain is like climbing Everest. Do you know how many people die on Mount Everest every single year? You should Google it, look on Wikipedia, and go back and look at every single year that people have died trying to climb that mountain. Now, I know that might sound crazy. Like, how are you going to compare that to the the partner push? I'm like, because, path the partner, whatever it's called. Um, Because, it, I didn't I just tell you that there was somebody I know that's a partner that sacrificed his health just to become there? The man, he's sick. I mean, he's okay now, but hey, am I trying to be sick over this? Yeah, Twitch don't, Twitch, look, the money definitely isn't worth it. It's not. Unless you're like that 2% that's making like seven figures. Half, most of us can't even make 500 bucks a month on this. If we're being real. Come on now. If we're being honest. If we can make an extra $500 doing this, this would be different. $500 can change a lot. But the mass majority of us are not making 500 bucks. Now, I ha admittedly, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and talk about my numbers, but I have accumulated $500 several times on streaming, but I was also very consistent. My, my goals were different, but now it's like, I don't really care. Like it's some months I don't even get a payout truthfully, and I'm okay with it. But I do know there's some content creators out here that, that absolutely depend on those payouts to pay the bills and go get your bag, whatever you got to do, right? But there are some 
a very small percentage of streamers that can pull in four digits, five digits, six, and seven. But most of us never see that. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I just wouldn't hold my breath. But yeah, my journey as a streamer has changed. My perspectives have changed. My my thought process has changed. You know, I am more interested in finding people that I can talk to on the phone, that I can FaceTime or Discord call, that I can inbox if I need if I need to talk, that I can meet up with, you know, and just hug and chill and, and go out and vibe with. That's all that I care about that. That's it. Meeting new people that I can add to my life and have fun with. To me, that is a lot more fun than streaming. Uh, let's, I mean, let me ask you that question. Would you rather stream to 50 people in your room or wherever you stream at by yourself with this hot light on you? Or would you rather meet three or four of those people in IRL from your stream chat? And you guys or girls just go out and have a magnificent time. Which one? Choose. I definitely would choose going out, meeting with those people over sitting in the chat, looking at names and reading. <laughs> well, folks, that's going to do it for this episode. I, um, I'm going to wrap things up here. It's about 8.20 p.m. and gotta get these kiddos to bed i'm gonna relax and you know spend the rest of the evening with my lovely wife and i'm gonna go to bed i actually might play some fortnite i think she may mention she wanted to play some fortnite um we have so much fun playing that together i've been playing that more than anything that and a little bit of xenoblade definite edition which i'm actually racing a fellow streamer to beat the loser has to have a pie in the face i can tell you now i'm gonna lose so trying to prepare myself for that because he is definitely um way further than i am i just don't see myself catching him but it's okay <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to this podcast um, if you feel the need to share this with somebody go ahead and do that um i appreciate the support as always love you all be safe remember now is this is suicidal prevention month get out there and show some love and tell people that they matter peace